Hello and welcome to this episode 55 of the Northern Invasion podcast. You're joined by myself, Stu West, and we also have Mr. Liam Watts. Good evening. And we are joined by DJ, Mr. David Jack. How are you doing? Thank you for having me. No, no, thank you for joining us, sir. I think this is the first time you've actually been on with us, isn't it? This is a first for me. I'm popping my cherry with uh, Northern Invasion and it feels amazing. That's it. You're, you're realising just what a well-oiled and professional machine we are as well, aren't you? Yeah, that's literally just what I said before we came on there, yeah. Just... <laughs> Very tech-savvy, you. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, well, we're going to do this as a more traditional. The last episode didn't go on to the normal podcast stream. It just went on to YouTube and... We kind of stood there with voices lagging, and it's it took me hours to try and resync our voice, our lips to our voices, and then there were bits that dropped out. So I just thought, sod it, we'll just we'll just go audio only, and uh, we may we may just uh, stick an audio one on there. I don't know how many people will uh, will listen to that through YouTube, but uh, why not? Eh? So anyway, um, this this episode is going to just focus on Soulblight Gravelords. Um, we're going short, sweet, and to the point. And, and I've, I'm not even having a beer, so we may even stick to it. <laughs> um, so it's not going to be Man Reads book. Uh, we're not going to go through it all um, and, and talk it through. There's plenty of reviews and things out there. We're just going to give some initial thoughts and maybe say how we feel about it. Um Myself, I played Legions throughout, well, throughout the whole of the book. And there is a little bit of disappointment there in the book. Um, but on the whole, I really like it. And I think that on balance, it's better than the old book. So that might be controversial because there's been a lot of negativity I've heard. But what about you guys? What about yourself, Liam? What's your very initial thoughts on it? Is it good move, bad move? I think it's a good move, Uh it feels it's more narrative. It's obviously from brother. I'll talk about broken realms of what happened, sort of thing in the story. It's pushed Nagash as as the main focus of the book away, and this is now the more vampire side, which giving them some brand new spanker models and is probably the best way to do it, isn't it? And my biggest disappointment was actually keeping the gash in the book. Oh no, I'm happy. I'm happy with that. I just painted it. So, <laughs> but if you think about it, if they didn't put him in the book, he would still be his old points in OBR and he'd be fine. Yeah, well, there are impacts on OBR for sure, but I think a lot, I mean, a lot of it, and I think we, we'll maybe touch on this later, is uh, it's a book that's probably written for AOS 3. So, I think some of the yeah. characters are costed for AOS 3 as opposed to uh, the current the current one, and we could speculate all day about how things work and whatnot, but um, I think I think we're going to have to wait. We won't be done in the hours, dude. We don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we want to wait until AOS three comes out. And and I think you said it earlier in a message to me, Liam, that uh, you're not going to realise the full potential or know where it really sits until that's no. out. So that's fair. But what about yourself, DJ, Mr. David? What are your initial thoughts? Yeah, I think initially um, I'm overall quite happy with the book. I think there's a lot of toys uh, to play with, which is nice. A lot of new, really nice new sculpts. Um, 
updated units, which look fantastic. Um, and in terms of just the, the kind of the book and the internal rules, I know there's quite a lot of people almost kind of bemoaning the fact that the vampires, the kind of lords, maybe don't seem too overly powerful in terms of like damage output and things like that. You know, they're always saying these are supposed to be, um, you know, mythological, um, just such powerful beasts and why they only, you know, got four attacks at threes and threes minus one d3 damage. Um, whereas for me, it's, I quite like the fact, and I've always kind of thought of the fact of these kind of linchpins, but they, it's the big massive hordes that they're putting in front of them that are the kind of the main threats. So I'm kind of okay with how the book reads based on that. Yeah, and this, yeah. this, I, I think so. I think you're right. And, and I mean, my initial look when I went into it was I, I wanted to see what my models did, which I think a lot of people are, have gone the same way. So they're going and they're seeing maybe a few changes from how they used to play. Um, and a couple of things have been made a bit a bit weaker. I mean, flying vampires now only move six inches instead of ten or whatever. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's a couple of things that that people have got a bit sad about there's one or two command abilities that we've have been lost um but you know um i think on the whole yeah the narrative and the theme i think is is really good um in terms of resilience and damage output and stuff i was i think if we if we just maybe go back to our first thing which is synergies um and just one or two things that that jumped out first of all I mean, for me, the very first thing that jumped out was the Vampire Lord on Zombie Dragon in Legion of Blood. Because this is a 3-plus save, which you give it the soul blown garments and it's down to a 2-plus. And now that can be augmented by Neff, because now Dark Mist only negates negative modifiers to save. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you've in effect got... And it only casts on a 6, so... Mm-hmm. You've in effect got a two plus ethereal vampire lord on zombie dragon, and then you can hit it with a command point to reroll ones. Yeah. And if you send it with a mate with its um, oublette or whatever it's called, which is like the old doppelganger cloak, you, I mean, they can dish out a bit of damage. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that was the very first thing that jumped out to me, um, just in terms of, oh, look at that. What about yourself, Liam? Anything? Anything spicy yeah, jump out? Straight, there's. I actually think it's probably one of the most synergetic books that there is. Mm. Like, except from I think Seraphon's the other strong one because Seraphon's effects all target just Seraphon units mostly. The good effects just target Seraphon units rather than being very keyworded. But because the units you want to play in this book are Deathwalkers or vampires. Yeah. Everything kind of covers itself quite nicely. I think the downs, the the negatives on that side of you saying about synergies, the thing that it lacks now, I think, is a good lore. I think the lore got the yeah. uh, magic lore has got hit quite yeah negatively. But I think the problem is, is where that spells peaked was when they were played with Arcan and the Gash. But you've kind of made them, well, Archon's not in the book, and Nagash is narrative-only sort of play for that book. Like, if you put it on the table, you are a detri- it is a detriment to your army, I feel, because he doesn't heal as well. He can't heal pretty much anymore, uh, like what he used to be able to do. 
and uh, but synergies coven throne necromant mm-hmm. uh, the uh, corpse carts for a JP mention uh, Neferata straight off Manfred all these yeah. really good synergetic characters that have good effects that actually makes the points worth it as yeah. well that's it none of those units feel expensive for the effect that you feel maybe does nothing no like i mean I... god characters even like a linder for example of last update of being of a mortark in your blasphemous words she doesn't really do anything for the army directly as a synergy piece which yeah. is quite a shame uh, for being the mortark of night haunt it would it's like Manfred and Neferata can do their thing now. They synergize, they power up their own yeah. factions, which is a lot better. I think so, and it's things like um, Manfred uh, killing a model. Is it? Is it when he kills a model with his sword? Um, it's now Death Rattle and Deadwalker, Legion of Night units, Holy Within 12, get an extra attack, yeah. which, which is... Just brilliant, those sort of little things. Keeping everything around him in the bubbles is a bit tricky. I've had one game with him. I've got uh, quite a lot more to do this weekend. Um, but I no, think, I, I, think... I think the biggest thing problem is is probably that all the really good key units like Neferat, Manfred, Vampire Lord, Zombie Dragon, Coven Throne, they all move really fast compared to the units that you want to power yeah. up, like the skeletons and yeah. Um, Zombies. I suppose so. The thing is, though, now um, it, these effects take place in the combat phase, really. So mm-hmm. you can pull them out of grave sites still. Yeah. Um, so you can reposition yourself, um, get them where you need. It's like the Vargeists can drop out of the sky around your, um, around whatever it is that's going to buff them. Yeah. Um, wherever you are on the board, it's the nine-inch charge is obviously a bit of an issue, but I think. Well, I've, I've not actually thought about it, if there's any um, if there there's any runs, to charge. There are ways around about that, yeah. Yeah. So what about yourself, then? What what have you been thinking, David? Yeah, um, I think just the initially reading over the, skimming over the book, um, uh, when it was first kind of put out or leaked, um, I think in terms of synergy, if, if you like an army where you can give your units pluses to hit and pluses to wound, and additional attacks, then you're going to really, really like Soulblight Gravelords. There just seems to be so much access to plus one to hit, plus one to wound, um, extra attack, attack again. You know, obviously we've got Van Hells for the spell. Um, Off the Necromancer attack again, you've got pluses to hit and wound, either via command abilities or uh, one of the dynasties. You've got extra attacks um, coming from three different sources. So there's just... There's so many kind of layers of buffs that you that you can put on your units to really ramp up their kind of their lethality. Um, and Liam's just gone ahead and said my favourite two words from this book, which is Coven Throne. Oh uh, yeah, go on, tell us um, why. Uh, just as soon as I saw this, I'm like, this is going in every single list. Um, so it's command ability, which to me I just think is just such good value. Um, pick a unit and you give it plus one to hit, plus one to wound, and plus one to its save uh, as well, Um, which, you know, you can either put that on a big block of killy 
things, you know, if you want to stick that on Blood Knights, you want to stick that on a, um, a block of Vargas, you want to put that onto, I don't know, a block of Grave Guard, like that's just going to do so much work. And it's not tied to Summonable or has to be Death Rattle or Dead Walkers, it's just so Blight uh, Grave Lord's unit within 12 inches. Um, it's also got quite a cheeky wee spell on it as well, um, Shudder, which essentially, if you roll, so it's, it's quite a limited range, it's only within 12 inches, you pick an enemy unit, and if you roll higher than their bravery characteristic um, on 3d6, which is quite doable. Um, well, average is 10. Your yeah, average is yeah, 10, which... Definitely, yeah. So you've even got Plague on into like other death and things like that. Um, and if you get it off, then that unit cannot attack the Coven Throne um, or use um, spells or abilities until your next hero phase. So you could almost use it as just this amazing pinning unit to cast, get that cast off, charge it into something. You know you're not going to get hit back. Um, and then it's given out this this commandability buff as well, and there are obviously other things. You make it your general; it can it can give it other things and artifacts as well. So I just think it's such a great unit, fast yeah. as well. You can put it exactly where you need it to need it to be. So yeah, that's that's my big kind of takeaways from the book, just at first glance. Yeah, there's some there's some really exciting things. What what got me from it was I've got a couple of people I'm teaching how to play at the moment, and they're asking for intro games and things now that more people can come into houses. Mm-hmm. Um. And this is one of those armies that really scales well because you can you can pick it up and you can play it as a newcomer. I mean, death is pretty easy to paint because you can be quite messy painting death. Yeah. And with this book, you can you can get a lot of play out of it just taking the component parts and pushing them around the table. It's got some resilience built in. Um, I'm yet to play the new skeletons. I'm going to be playing those tomorrow with a couple of blocks of thirty. Um, no to try and get the best out of the Van Hells to get the double bring back models and things, which I'm looking forward to. But what I'm thinking is there's so much you can get, you can make your army as complex as you want. You can really do it so that you've got, well, you, you could have six really key buffing pieces that make the hordes around them totally, you know, yeah. meat grinders and really, really powerful. Mm-hmm. Or you can just have it as a more basic, honest, fighty sort of army. Or you could go for speed and elite. And there's just so much flexibility and it scales that I was quite excited by reading it. Yeah. Um, and I've not even really myself gone too heavy into the Vangorian side or the new stuff. Um, but yeah. Okay, so in terms of lists then, um, and what we tend to do, I mean, I, I'm... I'm one of those people who throws a pound a month to to Games Workshop for Azir, uh, and people may mock me, but I love the fact that I can save all my armies there, and you know that occasionally they're the right points. So so uh, so I'm going to open mine up now. But do you want to talk us through your first list that you did, uh, Liam, while I uh, get my Azir open? Yeah. So allegiance. Soul Black Grave Lords. I've went for Lineage's Castelli. Okay. Because I love the Blood Knights, the Vampires is what I want to play. If I was gonna play the if I was gonna buy into the army I the vampires are what you want to play, in my opinion. That's yeah. what the new thing is. That's what they've redesigned, in my opinion, it's pushed the book probably in that direction the most, except from Manfred and uh, Neferata's Legions. So I've got Covenfrodon as my general, with the command trait rousing commander. Mm-hmm. 
I've got the artifact fragment of the keep. Mm-hmm. Lore of vampires pinions. And Nef- I've got Neferata with Amarantian Orb. A Necromancer with Overwhelm and Dread. Uh, Battleline of a 10 Blood Knights. 5 Blood Knights. 40 Zombies. 20 Zombies. 20 Zombies. A Corpse Cart with the Unholy Lodestone. And an extra CP. Okay. Nice. But how, how's this going to play? What can you imagine it doing? So, so for me, that 40 block goes in the ground. Yeah. The idea is that you pretty much want your entire army to charge. You want the Coven Throne, you want Neferat's spell to go off. That's why you've got the Lodestone to give that plus one a cast, which I think is quite key. You put the Command Trait on the Blood Knights, the 10 block, so they're plus one a hit, wound and save. So they're now on a two up save. You're putting Neferat's spell on them, so they're immune to rend. Unfortunately, my army is waiting for the FAQ to understand how they mean with their ability to run over things. I think that's mm. a thing that probably, if anyone is in this in a list of Blood Knights, we do need that FAQ. I think you also need the FAQ on what happens when you bring a unit back and you have half the unit off the board, can you still try and bring that unit back again? And bleh, It's quite a... Yeah. Uh, that needed a designer's note, in my opinion. That would have been quite clear if it says each unit can only be targeted once. Or something when it's off when it's off the board, which means even when that half is off the board, it can be targeted because it's still half of what a unit was. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so pretty much you're wanting the Coven Throne to go in, throw up the Rousing Commander ability onto the Blood Knights, so they're getting the two buffs. Well, everything's getting that two buffs uh, on the turn in combat. You've got the Coven Throne, Neferata, the Blood Knights, which hopefully have uh, Overwhelming Dread on, uh, not Overwhelming Dread, Van Hells on them as well. That unit's it's not doing a lot of damage, but it grinds. And there's a two-up save, ignoring rend. Probably going to have reroll ones to save, because you have that extra CP if you want it, or you could try and get Mystic Shield off. Because you actually do have the casts. The Coven Throne doesn't really need its own spell. Mm. You've got the artifact on the the Coven Throne, which makes you minus one to wound when you're in. I think it's nine of it, or six. Uh, and you've got Overwhelming Dread from Necromancer, if you want that off instead of attacking twice. That's making that unit minus one a hit. Which means your units minus one hit, minus one wound, and it's on a two up save. It's hopefully going to stay around. I think Mortal Wounds is probably still Death's biggest weakness because it doesn't really have a really good protection against it. Uh, but that, no. like, that unit of Blood Knights being on, uh, unit of 10 being on what, 40 wounds on the, in combat sort of thing on the turn and mm-hmm. plus one attack is it's a lot of attacks. Yeah. It's, I think that they're, they're a bit. A bit more resilient, well, not resilient, but there's a bit more flexibility now that grave sites um, give the give the um, deathless minions save yeah. out as well, um, yeah. whereas you used to be reliant on having your characters back and things. Yeah. One thing, obviously, that's that's really hit hard is the fact that you can only target a summonable unit once in the hero phase to for deathless minions now. I think yeah. that's totally fine. I yeah. think because of the way they've changed zombies and skeletons to heal the way they do, yeah. I don't think you need it. I think the one that the units that suffer are things like Graveguard and Black Knights. Again, I don't even think Direwolf should have summonable on them. I think, and I think the keyword should have been changed rather than being summonable. I think I would because then because the problem is with summonable, Night Haunt units still have that keyword, and there's still a very 
questionable how an allegiance ability affects because the allegiance ability isn't affecting the units if you're then using the spell to heal them. If that makes sense. Is it? There's other uh, ways to heal them. Sorry, I'm just going to come in. Is it? Is it not um, stipulated soul blight summonable, or does it just say summonable? No, but I mean like things it's like life swarm. Blight. There is other ways to heal. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still heal night haunt units. Obviously, the night haunt units are quite terrible, but a unit of eight Mermon banshees or something mm-hmm. is quite nice because they do un- uh, unbind, which they are pretty tasty when they get their buffs off. But yeah, uh, a lot, like you say, a lot of the words changed to soul by graveyards was really good. I think I don't know why they didn't just change it to endless death or something to separate summonable, so then night haunt could have had their own thing, or or uh, I, when we get a night haunt book, are we gonna get summonable? Yeah, I, I think you'll get something different with a new night haunt book because I think we will get a new night haunt book before long, especially um because as you said, it was written and it didn't quite do what legions did and so then there was the the plaster fix with legion of grief mm-hmm. and i think that um there's going to be there's going to be another another incarnation of it soon enough and hopefully alinda will get a bit better because at the moment um she's all right for the points but like you said earlier there's not a great deal of synergies there hopefully they'll take what they've done for the grave lords book and they'll yeah. they'll really make uh, night haunt to a job but yeah no. the list kind of does its thing 40, 40 zombies yeah hopefully it gets to be 60 zombies by the time it gets to fight something so do you uh, think do you not think that there'll there'll be a an faq like there was with um with fact to say that you can't go above your original starting size i think it's intended with zombies for do you think because they are with the last one um, they did an FAQ, didn't they, saying that it can't go above the... Because that, that rule for rolling a six when you kill a model isn't new. Um, no. And I think the problem was before is you couldn't meld three units of 60 to make 180. That was the thing before. So yeah. you couldn't go... Because remember, you used to be able to meld zombie units yeah. when you started the game. I remember that was a thing for a little while where you'd make a unit 180 and you would just yeah. walk it across the board and people wouldn't be able to get because yeah. you just yeah. me the battle shock every turn i mean well apart from people just don't paint that many zombies there is the fear out there but i mean realistically who's going to paint this many zombies just watch well, 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 you're going to need at least 100 i if you were going to yeah. paint it you'd be 100 i've got 40 painted at the moment um which might actually get some table time and then i've got another 40 um on sprues these are my old ones not the old crappy ones but well mm-hmm. the ones on sprues are no no that's again i mean that's interesting because well hopefully uh david hasn't picked the same <laughs> but uh there's there's quite a bit of flexibility i'm gonna read i'm gonna change what i was gonna speak about then i'm gonna go to the nagash one now because i'm playing nagash this week um i've got a game on sunday where we've got a mini tournament but then i've got a two thousand point game as well um, and I'm playing against... Um, Just rubbing in all these games you're getting, Stu. This is oh, not a good yeah, well, thing to do. No, no. It's allowed. Everybody can do it now, can't they? So, oh, but you need um, to have people in range of you to play it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've got... Uh, so, anyway, here you go. Uh, Soulblight Gravelords. Um, uh, this is Legion of Night, because I do love my Legion of Night. Um, so we've got Nagash with all his spells. Uh, we've got Manfred... 
Um, he's got Soul Harvest on it because he's going to go in and and hopefully be fighting. Uh, I've got a Necromancer with the Claw because that's why I'm in Legion of Night because that Claw's amazing. Uh, Morbeg's Claw, for those who don't know, is the plus two to cast to um, wizards uh, within 12 inches, friendly wizards. Um, they have changed it and tightened it up a bit now so that he can't can't move, fight, or do other stuff, basically. So he sits there. He can still cast himself. So um, the Necromancer basically stands next to Nagash and Manfred, scratching on the floor with his claw. And so Nagash is on... Um, plus five. Plus five to cast. So most of those spells are going off. Um, and if you've got Arcane there, that's plus six. Mm-hmm. Um, and Manfred as well. I'd normally give him pinions, but I was thinking that now that the locust doesn't go off on pinions, um, you've kind of lost a bit of the value. Um, I hope that gets FAQ'd. Yeah. I hope it just gets FAQ'd that it's an eight when you get it twice or something. It just feels really... It does or feel reroll bad. charges or something. It just feels yeah. really... Or run and charge. Fly anymore. It should That's just give run and charge, and then you're in fly. No. It doesn't get fly even for the little little lore piece above it gives you says you get game yeah. wings. <laughs> yeah. But I so, mean, so yeah. yeah. And then my necromancer's got terrifying visage as well, so you minus one to wound him. Um so he's mm-hmm. down as the general because Nagash and Manfred are both generals as well. Yeah. Um then the battle line is two um two tens of skellies and a twenty of skellies, and then it's got the spell portal and the geminids. Um so I mean, that's just a, a fun list. You're never going to set the world on fire with that. But, I mean, you've got Nagash standing there with pretty solid casting with those buffs. You've got Manfred to go and fight, and then you've got your screens of skellies that you can pull on. And because it's Legion of Night, if you're feeling, if you, if you're feeling lucky, you can always deploy stuff off the board. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is for AOS too. There may not be these endless spells um, and certain things like like when I was talking earlier that's, about Vampire Lord. You that's why have. I kept those out of my list. I kept battalions yeah. and endless spells out because I feel yeah they might not do this. And I think that army there hopefully would be better in AOS three, even though it's really good now. I would hope yeah. If like if we're getting say seven eight command points to start the game, I think that list would be crazy yeah. because the Covenant's effect then going on. Like three different Neferata and yeah, uh, the Blood Knights is quite a lot of damage. I, th- I think Nagash, if the portal goes, Nagash is going to be fairly unplayable in that it's going to be so slow. Um, if you can only pinions once, yeah, it's not really. He can't teleport. Um, he can no br. He can no br. Yeah, he can in OBR, but he can't in this. Yeah. And I don't think he can he can get the he can't get Legion of Night keyword, can he? Mm, don't think so. I, I don't think, think he just he gains the soul by Gravelord's keyword yeah. when it says Yeah. Okay. Page, and he just joins your army. So you can't ambush in with him because that'd be pretty You must actually too. be able to because otherwise he wouldn't be able to get buffed by stuff. It well, say that he gains he's, not, he's not dynasty locked, so he, he could probably take the keyword of the dynasties in then. Yeah, because it, it only says you can't take a, the dynasty if you're um yeah. if you've got one. If you've mm-hmm. got one, 
But then I'll just have to read what it says about bringing yeah, no. Nagash in the you army. Can include Nagash in a soul bike, uh, he does not have the soul bike keyword on this. If you do so, he gains that keyword. Nice. It's treated as a general edition. You, you cannot include mercs in your army, though, which is so strange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it says, when you choose a Gravelord's army, you can give a lineage keyword to unit all Gravelord, soul bike Gravelord units in your army gain this. So yeah, he would gain... So you could ambush him in then nine inches away. You do lose the first turn of um, the first turn of casting though at that. Mm. That's probably risk. too big of a loss. That's eight casts mm. gone. Yeah, yeah. But you can bring him in wherever you want on the table mm-hmm. and play for the double. I suppose. I don't know. But there's You'd be there's options. Away as well. Yeah. You would have I don't to- yeah. I know what you're saying, Stu, about the fact that obviously if end of spells aren't there, portal's gone, so that takes away some of his kind of threat. But if if the rumours are to be true for 3.0 for like some Mystic Shield going back to uh, being plus one to save, if he can if he can ping that off eight times to yeah. all your units around, like I think he's just it's going to just be. He can't cast Mystic Shield unlimited times. It's just Arcane Bolt. But only Arcane Bolt. Yeah. Ah, got you, got you. Okay, we'll just completely ignore that then. I think I'm just waiting to check his scroll. Well, what's it? What's its Mystic Shield and Arcane Bolt, isn't it? Uh, Arcan is is it not the same for the Gash, the big man? It's on his what's it, isn't it? On Morcane, uh, not Morcane. Uh, the Staff of Power, Arcane Bolt and Mystic Shield. Yeah. Oh, nice. There you go. Thanks. So, so you nice have one plus save uh, forty zombies. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take Neff as well and make him immune to battle shock. I don't know if you can stack at the same unit, but certainly just pinging it out to all your each individual unit would be quite nice. You could still get them so covering from Neferata and Nagash, that's what sixteen hundred but yeah, you wouldn't even that's not playable. <laughs> no. I think Nagash's biggest thing, like we said in the last cast, they should, or I don't know if it was recorded, but they should have just changed Hand of Dust to base-to-base contact, and then it couldn't go for the portal. You could chuck 200 points off him at that point, because mm-hmm. he's not worth... If Spell yeah. Portal goes away, he is unplayable. Yeah. It's going to be a challenge. Uh, I'd play him, just because I, I like a challenge. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I think that's then. more than a challenge. I yeah. mean, it's like... Uh, I don't I know. Many I could set the bottom things, tables but, yeah. on. I'll set the bottom tables on fire with that list. <laughs> <laughs> so I might probably yourself? win some games. So again, it matters on the missions. Yeah. It matters the way the missions change. Yeah. Because yeah. again, if gods do different things than that, it could be different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe you can just deploy him off any god character off the board and just deep strike him in. It's so strange for that it seems that every other god now heals mentally fat, quick, like Eladio, we were saying earlier, and Lord Croak from his uh, scroll leak today. Yeah. They can all heal very well, but Nagash is sitting here now not being able to heal himself. And... Well, it's because he got, he got punted back to the, you know, to Shaiish, so he can't really heal now. But he's why not just say stuff. when he's in the realm of death, if, again, I'm assuming that means we're not playing realms anymore either. Possibly, would... yeah. It'd make no sense narratively for yeah, get true. rid of realms. Bit of a shame. You can still do Soul Stealer, and then you can still do Vile Transference. So it only heals one wound now. Yeah, Vile Transference. Soul, really Soul, not good, no. Soul Stealer does up to D6, and then um, Vile Transference, yeah, that isn't great, but then there's also, isn't there the 
the what's it one? The the I'm gonna let me get to it. This is great telly. Soul Sorry. Harvest as well. So cast on a seven, um everybody within three inches suffers D three and then for every five up you heal one. So okay. you could do that again, that's through the portal I suppose, but mm. unless every unless everybody's in amongst you and then he's got a big base. That's yeah. that's potentially if that goes off twice. Um, oh, you could, uh, you could still take the. Oh, is it the? Does the vulture let you just measure line of sight, not distance? I think it's just line of sight. Yeah, there's no, there's no distance bonus. Oh, that would have yeah. been quite nice. Otherwise. Mm-hmm. Twenty points for it. Yeah, it's not bad. Does the endless spells from OBR actually make them okay? Just uh, make them more expensive, yeah. I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, just adding on to them. Yeah, but, you know, I think that he has got some healing there with Soul Harvest. Um, and, yeah, those are the ones we mentioned. Vile I Fancy. think the problem is, is he has no way to protect himself anymore. There's no. no... He's not able to take the support characters that he could prior. No, uh, no he's... three plus, three rolling ones, because you're always going to use this command ability, aren't you? Um, but then his Mortal Wounds saves not too bad with the armour. On a four plus, he negates him. Mm-hmm. Um, his after safe's still only a six, which isn't great. Um, you'd have thought he'd be able, if he had a like a necromancer can can hand him off on a four plus. You'd have thought he'd be able to do that to minions around him, but mm-hmm. yeah. But I, I think this play there, I'm going to challenge myself to get him working anyway. Yeah, man. Even though he's a lot of points, it's half your army, but yeah. So there you go. What about yourself anyway, David? What's your uh, first list? Yeah, well, I've actually, well, um, so what's the brief here? Are we doing two lists each or just the one? Can or... do, yeah, whatever you want, yeah. Well, that's fine. Well, I don't feel so bad um, going Castle Eye again. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was the one I was uh, initially um, kind of leaning towards. Again, kind of much like Liam, the, it's the vampires are where it's at. You want the big, you want the new Blood Knights. Um on the board, I think, doing doing the damage. Um, and they're just, they're just so cool. Um, but yeah, so I went for uh, First List Castle Dynasty. Uh, much the same. Coven Throne, General. It's got Rising Commander. It's start of the combat phase. You know, you pop that off, probably within 12, you're going to really beef up your uh, your kind of hammer units um, and, uh, you know, in terms of damage output, also giving them the extra wounds as well, which is fantastic. Um, I went for a slightly different artefact. I know the the shard, the minus one to win within six inches is really nice. Um, I'd decided to go for the Gravesand shard. Um, sorry, sorry, Fragment of the Keep. My apologies. Fragment of the Keep's the minus one to win. I went for the Gravesand, uh, Gravesand shard, uh, which is once per game. Um, you pop it, and um, other than wholly within 12 inches, um, they're deathless. It goes to a five up instead of a six up. Oh. Um, which, again, I know I usually stay away from once per for per game artifacts, but um, in terms of how this list should work, I think it could get some some work in there. Um, for the lore pinions, it's the only decent spell in the entire vampires lore, which is really sad. It's really really sad that the vampires the lore goes, just got nerfed to the ground. I think, um, which is unfortunate. Um, then I've got a necromancer in there with overwhelming dread. Um, I've also got went for a cheeky wee ally option. I've got Rikenor the Grim Hailer from okay. Night Haunt in there. Um, and basically, um, he's going to be an animal, so going to be taking cogs. Um, and it's I don't really know 
particularly if it's very efficient or if it's extremely competitive. But I think it's going to be fun, nevertheless, being able to get plus two charges off on things. Um, I mean, the fact that he can snuff out one of his candles and give himself plus three to cast as well um, on that should be quite doable because um, that's quite a hard cast call, isn't it? It's, it's yeah, hard. seven. Yeah, so uh, yeah. I think with that it could be could be doable. Um, but he's only 160 points for a seven wound four up ethereal hero as well, so um, he could could help. Um, and then for my last hero, I went for Radikar the Beast. Um, okay. He's one that's also jumped out at me just in terms of the hero scrolls and, and uh, points efficiency. Um, I think he's really good. I think that he can dish out some damage, um, and also for a command point, he's bringing in a unit of ten direwolves as well. Um, so really, if you offset the points that he's going to be bringing in for you, he's only really worth what about one hundred and eighty. You only really paying one hundred and eighty for him because you get one hundred thirty five points for free just for spending a CP, um, which I think is just really really nice. Um, gets you extra bodies on the board um, and more efficiency. Um, has command ability as well of the holy within 18 inches um, to get plus one attack on all soul blight uh, grave lords units um, but it has to be believe it he has to have made a charge for that to work so it's a wee bit um, like it's got obviously it's got that caveat tied to it but the fact you've got such a big bubble of plus one attack um, and it's also because um, vamp- originally I had Vampire Lords on a few of my lists, but then when I realised, oh wait, it's only plus one attack for summonable units. So your Blood Knights, your Vargas, they're not going to get plus one attack from him. No. Not that he could even really keep up with them anyway, to be honest. Um, unless he's unless he's casting pinions on himself, but Radicar just gives it out to everybody. I really like that. I think that's really nice. Um, so that's my heroes. For units, I've got two units of five Blood Knights. Um yeah, I I was thinking about maybe the ten as well, Liam. Like what you'd done. Um, the only, I think the only worry or fear that I had was because we're on those seventy-five mil bases. Um, I was slightly scared that you might not be able to get like a full frontage in and how how efficient that's going to be. But you know, I think a big unit of ten would be really fun to run as well, definitely. Especially if you've tanked them up to four wounds apiece. Um and you know, you get the majority of them in, I think that'll be cracking. Um, I've also went for six Vargeists and a big block. Uh, and then I've also went for 30 Skeletons as well. Um, I've also kind of, Stu, like yourself, I'm kind of wanting to play around with the the max squads of Skellies. Um, yeah. Just to really, kind of really test out their, their kind of, um, their ability to come back Um the plan is the necromancer. He's going to be hidden basically with them, and he's yeah. going to be casting van hells on them pretty much the majority of the time. Um, and they are going to be maybe a bit of a kind of a solid core or an anchor that can hold points while the rest of my army is off smashing stuff. Um, they can maybe sit and hold some points and just keep coming back. So we'll, we'll kind of see. I'm not taking them for any sort of damage output. It's literally just there to to stay around and be on a point. Uh, and also if they do eventually die. If you roll that, um, the uh, the five up, which obviously could come down if you kill units to bring them back out of a gravesite, I think that could be quite good to get yeah. 50 back. Um, and then the last last two bits of the, the list, we've got cogs, as I've said already, and I just bought an extra command point because I had, uh, you know, the, the space there. Again, if a 3.0, 
you know, if we're going to third edition command points, you, I mean, I don't even know if there's going to be the ability to buy an extra command point there. But for just now, I think an extra CP would be quite valuable in this list, um, especially considering that you're going to be wanting to use the Coven Thrones um, command ability as much as possible. Um, having an extra wee cheeky CP somewhere for maybe Radicars, um, extra attacks, or just bringing out those Wolves early doors as well could be quite good. Um, yeah. yeah, but basically, yeah, the way that the, the way that this could work is your Blood Knights, because it's cast live, they can come off the board's edge. Uh, your Vargas are also up in the sky as well, can deep strike. Um, if this all goes well, you could potentially have a, almost a kind of a just a kill zone of both units of Blood Knights and Vargas and Radicar and, and the Coven Throne within that bubble range to pop the Rousing Commander on all units. Um, to get the extra damage and wounds, um, you could have Radicar's extra attack um, command ability pop off as well, and you've got all those units coming in, and basically after you've done that initial, I mean, if it's an alpha or maybe if it's just you know you you kind of went for it, after the fact you kind of want those units to survive, so you could then pop the Gravesand Shard off the Coven Throne um, to give them all a five up shrug, Deathless shrug as well. Um, albeit within 12 inches, which isn't a huge range, I grant you, but that's the kind of thinking behind the list. And with the ball coming in potentially off the deep strike, um, Cogs is going to be essential to get that plus two to charge as well. Um, so yeah, that's that's the that's the thoughts. I think it'll be fun, and if it, I think it's one of those ones where if it works, it works, and it could work quite well. But I also don't think it's hugely, um, you know, efficient, you know. Um, but that's that's the Castellay list there. Yeah, no, I, th- I think that there's definite play there. It's good to good to see that you've gone with those. And Blood Knights, I think, I, th- I think are going to be a good thing. And I, I like the new models and the new kits. And I've I've got a couple of lists that I've been looking at with them as well. So it's good to see. I to be honest, because I've already got a Bloodseeker Palanquin built and painted, I've mm-hmm. not really looked at the Coven from that much. Yeah. I'm going to have to look at it a little bit more now, aren't I? Oh yeah, it really is it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone would have much issue if you said this is a common thing. Stick an extra no. vampire on it. And then... Well, yeah. Well, I've got an extra couple of female vampires that he uses yeah. for vampire lords and zombie it's dragons. Start with female vampires. Male vampires can do it just as well. You know? <laughs> oh no, I don't know. Well, maybe I suppose. I suppose so. But yeah, no, I, I think I think that that's good. And you know, listening to you saying that there, I've been thinking because Legion of Night now. I've been, I I played a game a couple of weeks ago when the leaks came out mm. and I took cogs in that as well because now I can't take my Morgast Harbingers um, <laughs> yeah. you you just rely on it for that 9 inch charge on the 3d6 so yeah. I had to take the cogs um, and the cogs was mainly I took a block of 9 Bargeists so the idea was that they drop with the cogs and it just makes it a little bit more manageable um, yeah. but it's it's still not ideal um, but I, I'm thinking now, as you've said that about relooking at Cogs, uh, maybe with that Nagash list as well, and and switching things out so there's more of a a punchy unit. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's good. I think I think. What do you think about Vargeists, the pair of you? Um, I I played with them and they did some serious work. Um, yeah, they, I think. Yeah, so so I was going to say I think for the points, I think they're good. I think the damage output versus what they actually cost, um, the exploding sixes 
on yeah. the tip as well. Um, and if you can get extra attacks on them, then obviously that's just gravy. But yeah, I think for the flat two damage is nice. If then if you can get them up to the flat three with the Castellai, um, then it's taking a the uh, the traits is it something I can't remember. Yeah, if you make them five wounds for as well, they are just yeah targeting. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, totally. Also, like everyone keeps saying, like oh, the plus one run and charge one isn't that great, but I'm like, if you kill some flanking small unit turn one, mm-hmm. all of a sudden next turn you're moving what you're charging, you're moving twelve and charging a lot up to fourteen inches. Yeah, it's it's nice. Totally. Yeah, I think any bonus is nice, and that's you know that's going to help definitely. Yeah. No, I I think that there's some. I mean, going into my my next one, I suppose. Um, I I've played the Mortax pretty consistently, and I I'm really happy with how the two Mortax have changed. Yeah. Um, they've got the three plus. They've got an extra wound. Granted, they're still on a six up after save, but They've had some some nice little tweaks that have really buffed them. Um, but um, uh, Manfred is great now. Um, he doesn't like being charged. He doesn't like impact it. So he doesn't like somebody who fights first in their turn, obviously. Um, I've got him in this little mini tournament this weekend. And, and I looked at the lists when everybody had submitted them. I've got, the, of the three other armies, we've got um, a guy with a unit of eight, well, a unit of 12 um, ogre bulls and a unit of eight um, lead belchers. So they're doing impact hits on a four plus, mm-hmm. um, which I'm, I'm not liking. We've got another guy who's brought um, a load of, well, blood boil and, um, and and nasty things like that, that that do damage from range. And then somebody else who's brought Sigvald, who fights at the start of the combat phase when he charges. So I've got to be really careful with screening Manfred because it sounds great when he's got that Mortak and Knight ability now, where at the beginning of the combat phase, um, you can just teleport him away. But your opponent's start of combat phase stuff goes off before yours. So yeah, you've got to, he is a little bit fragile still. Um, I did enjoy playing him, but yeah, he's um, and the armor of Templehof every phase now makes it a bit easier for me to to remember. Um, <laughs> but then also Neff, I mean she's the same a three and a four, but the dagger now goes off on a five plus to auto kill, which is a nice little buff. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked I talked earlier about the spell um, now only ignoring negative modifiers to save which is pretty good little buff as well for the Dark Mist. And as well, she heals better. So um, for a Mortak, a blood thing, she heals D6 now when she uh, when she slays enemies. So she's got some buffs. So my um, my second list is uh, is actually a... Um, well, I've got, I've got a couple. I'm just going to pick a random one here. Um, so this one's not actually got Manfred and Neff. It's just got Neff. It's Legion of Blood. All of my lists have got the extra command point at the moment. Because like you, I've found that this army even... Well, Legion's oh, was very it. command point yeah. hungry. But mm. this, even more so. Um, you need a, you need those command points. Um, I think that battalions... If battalions stay... I don't know how command points are going to work, but we need to find a way. Um, I don't know whether or not it could be that um, 
generals. I definitely think we're going to the 40k version where you start with like a certain amount for having so much units. I think also we might have it that you get negatives for having maybe too much of the same unit or yeah. certain units will be careful limited maybe more like so like you may be allowed like say it's a battalion it's got what two heroes and three battle line yeah. you have that and it gives say gives you seven, six or seven uh but obviously they've talked about double turn so if you give if you take the second you get two on your upkeep rather than one so i'm assuming you get one every turn like we do now but if you win yeah. second you get two i don't know if that happens as well for first turn because i think just if you had a command point heavy army you could just give away turn one to your opponent if you were lower drops again hopefully that's the thing that's fixed the most is drops that's the thing that i would be a third edition fix for me mm-hmm. but yeah i definitely think i think Stu, you'll be talking about having about six to eight command points you need command um, points. Me, at least a game i think that'll be the low end i think honestly some armies some armies will be spamming them like seraphon will be spamming them with croak if he stays around uh, yeah. The Star Priest gives them as well, I think, still. Star Seer, one and two. I think you'll be, some armies will be, honestly, like at 15. It'll be interesting so to see what the mechanic, the mechanic is about having multiple generals now. Because well, I, think I, I, know, is, I know that it's the range of certain command abilities are bigger if it's your general. But so I don't know whether or not... You can make someone else a general by spending a CP normally. Okay. You allow them to take a command trait. Is that right? You played 4K a bit more than I do, Dave. I've not played. Yeah, so. yeah, that's the kind of common theme now. You can do it multiple times as well. So you've yeah. got, um, you know, multiple heroes all with different command traits, and you can also spend just actual physical game points as well. Say 20 points to make, um, you know, make someone a chapter master, and then they've got better rules and stuff like that as well. So yeah, I don't know if we'll go Very back. Much, yeah, like I'm, yeah. I'm assuming we'll get. So say, for example, you've got, what is that, a ma- Grand Admiral right now? You could maybe make him a Grand Master Admiral, which will give him real ones to hit in combat or something always. Or something. Mm-hmm. It'll do very little, but it'll allow you to make these sometimes terrible heroes a little bit better, maybe. And yeah. it could fill your points where, obviously, that won't... Because, again, if we're going to five decimals, I think there's going to be a lot more. Like, I've been writing lists. Uh, just now, just playing about lists. I'm always coming out about 1975 now. 1965, 1975. Yeah. Like I said, it's because I'm staying away from endless spells. I think that's just where you'll be mm-hmm. uh, in the mm-hmm. grand scheme of things. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. It's speculation at the minute, but it's not going to be long now. We've got our uh, unbox, our reveal of the starter box. Tomorrow. But no doubt, we're, we've all just invested in in a grave lot and then we'll be we'll be writing the checks for a new starter box no doubt and new rule box i you know how it works for like it always happens the stuff in the starter box is really good for a month maybe two months and then yeah but it's the next book that comes out kills it it's good to have in the cupboard though because everything is in cycles it's uh I do like, I even like the original starter box stuff, the Stormcast stuff in there. I still Stormcast like is good, the corn stuff is terrible. Like, I just <laughs> think corn's always had this problem. Chaos always has this problem of they're the big body and then people don't like them being the big body too much and then they get really nerfed or they get hard. They get like all their synergies sticking out. Like that's, that's what I feel. If you look at these two books, if you look at the Legion of Gash and thingy, uh, so by graveyards there's a lot of scrolls a lot of the new the stuff they wanted to make better like vampires and that all got extra stuff 
But a lot of units just got stuff taken off their scrolls for I don't know what reason, and their points went up. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see when um when things level out because I think that it's just a it's a, sort of like a I don't know foresight of something that's going to come. So. But where ah, do you see well, yourself then? Example, because we both used to play them. I don't see Black Knights getting played anymore. <clears throat> yeah, I've been I've been looking to try and um, justify putting Black Knights in my army, and the only justification I've got at the moment is to take the the death march because to be honest black knights to me there, there are some positives out of the scroll um but there's definite definite negatives they, uh, just spongy. yeah they, they lost their lance powers and things like that which just made them so weird yeah and they've lost the crypt shields um yep. just people take... are carrying them <laughs> yes yeah. i know i i i'm struggling the only list I've got it in, um, I'll maybe touch on this one then. Um, so, here you go. Here's a Legion of Blood list uh, with Neferata in there. Um, I have got a Palanquin, but that can be switched out for a different, um, similar-looking model. And then it, it's got double Necromancers. Um, it's got a White King, who's down as the General. Then it's got two thirties of Skellies, five Black Knights, and ten Graveguard in a Death March. So, without, t- I mean, I'm quite flexible on the spells, to be honest, in this one. It doesn't really matter. It's just about the army composition. So, you've got a necromancer sitting with each of the death rattle uh, skeletons. So, you've got two blocks of 30. Yeah. Um, you get the extra artifact and an extra command point, and I've bought a command point. So, you start in turn one with three um, mm-hmm. current system. Um I think that Neff's a great fighty piece. Um, and the palanquin, the reason the palanquin's there with her is that she buffs it. So the palanquin's actually pretty good at sniping heroes um, at, within 12. And then that automatically uh, buffs vampire units. And with Neff being a vampire unit, she then benefits from the buffs from the palanquin. So yeah. she makes her even more fighty. Um, I mean, she can't take on a full army on her own, but she can be on a three-plus re-rolling ones, immune to rend, um, and healing d6 wounds per turn, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty good. Uh, the White King is there in the death march, so it gives him a bit more speed. I suppose the only way I can see him working, because I have the mounted one, is putting him with the Black Knights and just using them as fast objective grabbers. So they're going to have a 15-inch move because of the um, the formation. Mm-hmm. And so will he. So in if really, they're just a 21-inch a run to try and grab an objective. Um, so I'm not 100% sure on it. I quite like now the Legion of Blood, the summonable units. So the Black Knights will be also... Um, they don't get negatives to hit and wound, which which mm-hmm. I quite like. Um, if they're wholly within twelve of a hero, and that'll be the case with the skeletons as well, because mm-hmm. they'll be bubbled around necromancers. I think what Death's doing is it's feeling very much like old Warhammer fantasy, where yeah, you really are um, reliant upon the heroes. The heroes make everything so much better. 
and a good opponent is just going to kill the heroes and then the army crumbles even though it won't crumble in the same way as it used to i still think uh, it, it does really like you say I, li- I like how you can summon from grave sites now without the yeah. general thing i like the way the summoning works <laughs> a lot more a lot of folk i've seen a lot of negative activity about it i like it no i like it i think it works i think it's just because we're used to what we used to that it's difficult to just, Everyone complained more that thirty Grimgas came back than I think. I like I like how all the unit caps came down. I like how there's no discounts. Yeah. You know, so I think it's a thing to look at the future. I don't think we're going to get discounted units anymore. No. Thank the Lord. No, I think that'll change with the new general's handbook points that yeah. come out for the. Should first never be. I don't understand why a unit being bigger, which can then be buffed cheaper technically, because you're not buffing two units. Or two yeah. units of 20, 10, you're buffing one unit of 20. Yeah. It's things like that that uh, make no sense to me, but I, I like the book. Yeah, I no, wish I think Graveguard were better. That's... Well, Grave, Graveguard are another one that have had a, a bit of a a bit of a hit in terms of... Um, the, the scroll is really good. Used to do. Yeah, just yeah, they, have, like they have, they have yeah, no like way of travelling. That's their problem. They have no yeah, that's the issue. Yeah, You can't get them to where they need to go. There's no delivery yeah. system. Yeah. Or there is a Legion in the night, like you say, you come on a yeah. board edge, but it's so calculated. Or, or out of a, they're still summonable, so they can still come out of a grave site as well. But people still know yeah. where grave sites are. Like if you yeah. I still think the ability to I still would have loved the ability that there was an item that could put a grave site down. That would have been, yeah, that nice. have been good, yeah. Uh sort of thing like a necromancer or corpse carts could make oh, a grave you know, a corpse oh, cart well, a should be a grave yeah. site, I think. Yeah. It should, should just act a as a site. mobile one. It should be yeah. built into the scroll. Um, but again, nice. there would be 80 points at that point, with the. No, no. No, they'd have to go up. Uh, but yeah, that's that one. That's more about uh, just the mobility, having the anchors and having the, the reach and the punch with that army. Um, it's just, ah, it'll be a bit of fun. I will play it in the next week or two, see how it plays out. Um, while I'm furiously painting different models to to build new lists but i'm still finishing my uh, bone reapers at the minute have you got another one written there liam or i don't know what about yourself then david what was your other one yeah so i'd um for the second one i'd i decided to lean into the verkos which is oh. the um or the verkos whatever however you pronounce it it's um the so the, the wolf the wolf dynasty um it was uh, it was one that uh, maybe at first glance, um, didn't look, I don't know, too great. But I think there's some really nice um, buffs you can get in it. Um, I think it's one of the stronger dynasties, um, certainly. And um, also, I'm digging the, the kind of the new wolf um, stylized kind of heroes and stuff like that as well. So, so yeah, uh, my second list um, for Burkos. So, I had decided to start with um, Bella Dama Volga, um, so the grand grandmother. Um, old lady with the wolves um, and I think she's just a really good scroll for her points so 200 points, 9 wounds but can pass off wounds in a th- um, I believe it's a 3 up to dire wolves, much like a kind of necromancer can do Yeah. Um, so really survivable um, she's got 2 really good war scroll spells um, so one of them gives exploding hit on 6s um, to a friendly unit, and the other one is if you do mortal wounds to an enemy unit, for every mortal wound that you cause to that unit, or sorry, for every model slain in that unit, you bring that many uh, wolves, dire wolves in as a unit as well. Okay. Um, so you can 
So for it, I don't know, so say there's, there's a, a unit that um, you just want to pin in place, like a, an archer unit. I think the perfect example for this would probably be, um, uh, I don't know, like a unit of skinks or maybe the, those the Lumineth guys, the... the Warden. Sentinels. Yeah, Sentinels, sorry, Sentinels. Um, so if they were causing you some issues, obviously, with all the mortal wound output, you could cast it on them. You do D3 mortal wounds. For every slain model, you bring in a unit of that many dire wolves, and they'll be in combat with the unit. So they're now stuck in combat, um, and they can't really get out, to be honest. Um, yeah. That's a whole ton of them not shooting, which I think is great. Um, she also has inherently a plus one to cast, um, and the, the entire dynasty gives all vampire uh, wizards a reroll cast rules as well. Um, and I know that the vampire lore is not great, but she, her war school spells are great. Uh, the Coven Throne, which I've also taken in this list as well, that war scroll spell is pretty good as well. Um, and uh, you know, I've got a single Vampire Lord in here as well. He's probably only really going to be maybe casting Mystic Shield. Um, but given the rerolls to that cast, is quite is quite good. Um, so that's uh, what we're thinking behind that. Um, so that's Belladama. Um, and then we've got the Coven Throne, as I just said there, General. The command trait went for is Pack Alpha, allows you to spend, um, allows you to to use a command ability for free once per turn. So basically, it's, it's going to be popping off its command ability every turn for free um, to give plus one to hit, plus one to wound, and plus one to save. Um, the artifacts in Vercos, I don't think are that great, um, and I think I, I mean, there is a wall actually. There's one nice one at. Um, uh, I can't remember what it's called. Just trying to look at it. Yeah, is it Sang Siren? Um, so you pick a, you pick one of the bearer's melee weapons that you give it extra D3 extra attacks if it made a charge. That'd be quite nice maybe on a Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon, maybe, you know, if you want to run that. Um, but I decided to go for the Terminus Clock, which is a once per battle, start of the enemy hero phase. You use the artifact if you do, you subtract one from casting rules for all enemy wizards. Um, so it's board wide. And, you know, it could be the difference between them getting some buff, some key spells off or not. I just thought that, yeah, in terms of, mm. it's kind of best of a bad bunch for that, for that general, for that, for putting the artifact on there. But as I said, if you had maybe a beat stick, vampire lord, zombie dragon, you could put the other one on and that'd be quite nice. Yeah. Um, and then the lore, basically all vampires in here, the lore they're taking from the lore of the vampires is pinions. Um, yeah. Just, just in case they need that extra six inch move to maybe get an objective. To get them the only good spell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the only spell that is any good in that entire world, that's what, that's what everyone's taking. Um, so, uh, so yeah. Um, yeah. It's a bit of a shame. Uh, we've got a Necromancer in there as well, Overwhelming Dread. I think you just need a Necromancer. I think it's just a Necromancer and it auto-includes pretty much in, in all this. It's just, it's good to take one just to get access to a lot of the Death Mages, but then Van Hell's just as, as great as well. Um, unfortunately, he doesn't get the reroll to cast in this because he's not a vampire. But again, it's still for 125 points. I think you, you definitely still need him. Uh, we've also got Radicar again, um, again because I think he's awesome and he gives you 10 free direwolves as well, which is amazing. Um, and then we also have just a, a little vampire lord uh, on foot, um, and he's there really just to, to give extra attacks, to cast Mystic Shield, um, and to just be a general general hero as well. Um, and then on to units. So I have decided to go uh, deep into the Grave Guard. <laughs> And I've got a block of 30 of the Graveguard. Um, I am a wee bit at odds with what to equip them with. Um, I think probably the, the, way, the way to go 
Um, what were you saying, Liam? Great blade out all the day. Every yeah. day, great blade. It's I the think... only unit in the book that has rent, like good rend. Like yeah, rend two is so rare. No, no, it's only it's only a rend one, but it's damage yeah. two. Yeah. Rend two, like damage two. Yeah, Sorry, damage. it's the only real multiple damage that isn't yeah, on charge. Uh, and I think that, yeah, I think if you're gonna go hard in here, you just go hard. Um, and they do the, mortals as well. Oh yeah, definitely. So they do mortals on sixes to wound. Um, they're all hitting on threes when they're on fours. Um, but with this dynasty, you get plus one to wound. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah, that brings um, them back to what they used to be because I right. I was a bit grumpy that they've gone to threes and fours. Yeah, I think it's because there's so much ways to get plus one hit and wound in this. Yeah, book. I suppose this is actually so. that's what this book does really well. But exactly. the problem is, if we're going to AOS three again, like you say, I think we're capped at plus ones or negative ones. There's no yeah. doubles. Yeah, potentially. Well, it look, it probably is the case because there's so many ways to get plus one in this book. Exactly. As you say, that um, being able to stack them is going to... Uh, remember yeah. we were slightly mentioned, sorry to interrupt you, Dave. No, go for uh, it. On, remember we were talking about a model that has the ability to be a grave site. Uh, one of the Curse City models actually has that rule. Gorslav, the gravekeeper, his <laughs> command ability is he is a grave site. Right, well, oh, just... But I'm gonna... you'd have to maybe just spend 700-odd points to get access to yeah. it. Well, I was, I was just going to say, I'm just going to change this entire list now, take out 780 points, just add in that now. I, <laughs> I, I dislike that they put them all as one thing. That's horrible. Yeah, I don't know why they... I don't, I don't know why they did that. How much harder would it have been to just come up with individual points costs for... I suppose because they want people to buy the set, which, I again, know. everyone talks about scalpers. I think that's still one of the worst things GW's done. Is that the way they've split that box? Because that splitting yeah. that box the way they have is expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Seventy-eight fifty. No. What for one, two, nine models? Yeah. Nine yeah. models. It's so, about right to be fair. Yeah, for character yeah, models. The, the box. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel. Same with the uh, trio of the vampire guys. I remember everyone's talking about. It. They'd be so cool if they were allowed to be taken as a single unit. Totally. Yeah, I think I think that's one thing that I think a lot of people have been been missing is is having a unit of like vampire foot troops, um, which would be I think just be so cool like lore wise and stuff like that. Um, but just to have that kind of bit of extra power on the table as well, rather than just it's all being all kind of undead skellies and you know zombies and stuff like that. Anyway, like, I was actually surprised we didn't get another mortar profit. Uh, really. Yeah. There's some there's some uh, sort of hints towards another death god through the book isn't there if you've read the fluff yes, at the beginning yes, I have. so there is um there is definitely a prelude and the the gearing is up at some time in the future to um to a very powerful um death god that isn't nagash yeah so well that's quite nice it's you, quite exciting you've read going into lore you've read the nagash audible book haven't you, or yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah yeah remember he makes that woman yeah, Martyr. Pardon me, into a Mortark. Because obviously uh, Neferata persuades her to join him. I yeah. just find it strange we haven't had her. I thought she would have been in this book. Because yeah. obviously she would have kind of been released from Nagash's shackles from him yeah. going away for a while. I mean, just, just mentioning for a second there the, um, the Cursed City models. Maybe that's a temporary thing, though, because they are individual War Scrolls in the book. It would it'd only be the points cost that would have to change. Yeah. So are the uh, so are the, all the war cry uh, the 
Shade Spires, or Underworld, sorry. They're all like that. They're all yeah. a hero then unit, mostly. Yeah, but you never know. Um, that one's, I can I can read more. That one I, I get because they're they're not full strength units. And mm-hmm. so you really need the hero to bulk it up to, um, to the thing. But this one where it's just a load of heroes, pretty much. Yeah. I think that they could split it out, and I wouldn't be surprised if maybe not this next General's Handbook, but the one after, we'll see those broken out. Mm-hmm. Um, but they probably cost more, if you think. If you they know, cost the same, that guy costing the same, what, he's seven wins, so say he costs 150, a walkable a gravesite is still not into Shire. And he yeah. has the ability like a necromancer to pass his wounds off. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. No, sorry about that. So, is there any more to say on that one then, David? Uh, yeah, sorry. So, it's the cup, there's only a few more units, but yeah, just the, on the Grave Guard, um, I think, yeah, so the Great Blades, if you math out the damage, um, it's pretty incredible what they can do um, when you're, um, if you're able to get X6's Exploding Hits from uh, Bella Dama, you can get them down to hitting on twos, wounding on twos as well with the Verkos Dynasty uh, ability, plus if you put the Coven Throne onto them as well. Um, so that'd be twos, twos, minus one, two damage. Um, you could get them two additional attack. You know, this isn't a perfect world, but you could get them up to four attacks each with Vampire Lord's ability, Radicar's ability, Exploding Sixes to hit, and they could go again with Van Hells. Um, and if they're in a kind of a big line, you could... And the 25 mil base. Yeah, yeah, it's probably and, their biggest thing. Yeah, and you can, you so you can fight in, in the two ranks. You can, if you were to string out and touch multiple units, and you, if you go first, I reckon they could, they could delete, just straight up delete a, a good, sizable chunk of an enemy army. But as as Liam was saying before, it's how do you get them there? It's what's the delivery system? Because if you take the if you take the great blades, they're only in a five up save. If even if you do get missed, so if, uh, ideally, I think you would start them off in the grave site. So. You know, if someone's taken first turn and they've got any sort of shooting or anything like that, because they they could just get deleted. Um, and if you're able to get them out and get the buffs off of them from the Coven Throne plus a Mystic Shield, if it is going to give us plus one to save in third edition, you can get them up to three up save um, before they can maybe start, you know, trudging across the board and eventually getting into combat. Um, I think that they could be really good, but again, it's just it's trying to get them there, which is which is an issue. Um, so that's the big block of 30 Graveguard um, and then we've got 40 Zombies um, again yeah I think most people are just they're, they're taking Zombies um, in most lists just because they're so great, they're so efficient for their points make great screens but they can also be good um, anvil units they can bring models back and they can also dish out some decent damage mortal wounds as well uh, 10 Dire Wolves and 10 Skellies um, to fill out my battle line and that's 1960 points um, so yeah, that's the bar course. That's quite fancy. Yeah, I think that that's that's nice. I've I've just been reading those as you've gone through it, and I I may well get that model ordered tomorrow of that old lady because <laughs> that that's a pretty good uh, two hundred yeah, points. That's a bit one. of a steal, isn't it? Yeah, really good scroll. Yeah. Bloody hell. No, well, that's that really. I think that we've uh we've almost stuck to our hour of our hour long <laughs> target. Um, we could go on about this book. It's such a good size book. Um, a lot of the recent battle tomes to me have been, well, I mean, you look at like Sons of Behemoth or something. You could fit three of them in this. Um, yeah. So I think it's a big hefty book. 
Um, there's a lot of options. There's so many different ways you can play this army. I think it's a, I think it's a good thing, and I think it'll stick around and keep people interested for a while. My main fear is that people are going to build, they're going to invest money, they're going to build stuff now, and very much they're going to be saying, well, you know, I'm on a, I've, I've got everything down to a twos and twos and this, that, and the other. And we're going to be super powerful for about six weeks and then AOS 3 will come and then we'll be mediocre um, because the base stats are not great on a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, skeletons only having one attack. Surely you can stack different ways to get plus one attack if it comes from different abilities. I'd like to hope. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely will be. Yeah. I think that'll be okay. Yeah. It's just pluses, isn't it? And that is going to be the issue pluses and negatives maybe um but i think that if they come from different sources it should be okay um my own personal opinion but yeah speaking of that then what would you think if we all have what would you think would be the worst thing to happen in aos3 looking forward to affect this book the worst then Mm. oh i i I do think that just having a maximum of plus one, that you can't stack pluses from multiple different You can't sources. stack modifiers at all. Yeah. yeah. I think that would be pretty terrible to this book. Yeah, um, I, would, I would agree, yeah. I think, um, I think I don't know, to, to, to bring a book out that gives you so many of these pluses, and I think a lot of the synergy rests upon it and I think maybe a lot of competitiveness is going to rest upon that on the fact that you're able to to stack your pluses to hit pluses to wound or even pluses to save and then if they were just to whip around and go nah it's just flat plus one you can't stack it that's it I think that's going to really harm the book definitely yeah yeah I, I don't know I think I, I, I think enough see. of the good units can get plus ones anyway I don't think at mm. point for do they really want you to start stacking again, like you say there, plus one armor save? Do they really want us to go back yeah. to AOS one where it was one up saves? Yeah. Uh, well, the things like, so for instance, zombies. I mean, they don't care. They don't. They don't care about pluses really. Um, they just want to. Yeah, zomb- I think that's why I think zombies. Yeah. That six inch pile in effect they've got as well that yeah. they wish to have is they solid. Just, yeah. They yeah. just want extra attacks and to go again and to really spike those mortal wounds and then get models back. Like they don't care about plus to hit and wound. Um, I think it's so prevalent now with certain armies that get sixes to hit, double hit, regard unmodified sixes do two mm-hmm. hits, roll to wound, or unmodified sixes do mortals. So mm-hmm. I have a book like this where the bulk of the thing is reliant on the pluses and the sixes don't always do great things mm. I, I think that you need to balance it out so so i think the is, idea is you're supposed to have like like you say you're supposed to have a hundred and odd zombies but then you're supposed to have this unit of 10 vampire blood knights and then these big heroes i think the strongest but thing zombies are okay because on sixes they do mortal wounds but they don't want you to play death rattle i don't think i don't think the book has pushed a death rattle uh, Playstyle at all. It is all vampires. There's very few things that yeah. power up de- uh, death rattle. Well, Legion of Blood. Legion of Blood yeah. kind of focuses on it, and yeah. that it's only death rattle that's that benefits from the command abil- the the command trait. Yeah, but the, again, uh, that's because they want you to. Again, they only had so much because it's what five covens they did. 
five yeah five, five dynasties yeah. five dynasties that's hard when one of them Castelli is pure vampires because they kept mm-hmm. the two legions I thought keeping the legions was weird I thought they would have changed them so they wouldn't be called legion of night and legion of blood anymore mm-hmm. I thought they would have like literally left the legions book behind them sort of thing there was because, yes there was a point I'd heard, I can't, I can't remember who i spoke about, someone made a, a good point, I was listening to some stuff on YouTube and someone had said, Castellai and, and Blood, they're almost, it's kind of, they're very similar, like why didn't they just, you know, yeah. merge them? Because, I mean, yeah, the only thing that sets Legion of Blood apart is the fact that they're, I don't know, they're somehow trying to make Death Rattle better. But I think, yeah, you, your point's quite well made in that, yeah, they're not that great anyway, so... Like um, that was just a bit strange, but I suppose I don't know that they just they want to give Vordry a starring role in his own dynasty. Yeah, strange well, because it was never any story before. Yeah, that's I think it's a problem for me with Vordry. Vordry is a model that annoys me because they made the scroll for a model where most people probably had the. If you had a vampire lord and zombie dragon, you more than likely had the bald head anyway because the bald head looks better. Yeah, and then they went, oh, by the way, this is now Prince Vordry. But when people asked for in the fleshier courts, they wanted the Crimson King, who's obviously their version of a name character. They're told no because you couldn't tell the difference between a Ghoul King on a Terrorgeist to obviously being a vampire guy. I think it's a problem with this book as well. They couldn't buff the vamp, the Terrorgeist and Zombie Dragon too much, but because that model is still used in a different book, True. they couldn't make them go bananas crazy good. But they could have at least your court book to go. Oh, where's mine? Yeah, but I think they could have at least made them serviceable. I just don't see. I don't know how really. Fight. I mean, just even the vanilla vampire lord and zombie dragon, four hundred thirty-five points. Yeah, he's and, too and his damage output is just not. It's not what you're supposed. You, you know, you want him no. to be a big beat stick, and he's just not got the damage output. I think. What was a math note the other day? They're just he never four. did, fo. Like he was so spiky. But he, I think, but yeah. he had the re-roll hits, command Yeah, and he can't even heal now either. He's not even got his D6 chalice. No, he doesn't have the chalice. Yeah. Even for the model, still has the chalice. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things. They normally remove rules for things that the model doesn't show. I do notice that like quite often, which is weird. With the models yeah. that have shields, still now don't have the shield effect the way. It's like the horn blowers not not doing what they did before, and they don't really do anything now, sort of thing, compared to what they were before. Like I love the Blood Knights' ability to have their definitely vacation reroll on ones. That's amazing. Yeah, well, yeah. I think oh, is it all units that have got all all the ones that have banners do it. Yeah, yeah. But it's not bad. Why do they get it, but the big vampires and zombie dragons don't get it? That's yeah. my thing. As they've well. not it's... got a flag. They don't have a flag. It's <laughs> so. a dragon. You know, yeah. No. Well, there we go. Um, it's good. There's always going to be some some gripes, but I think on the whole, it's a good book. We'll have to see what AOS three throws at us. Um, there's some more some more stuff coming out soon. We've got Kragnos on his way. Is anybody buying Kragnos? <laughs> uh, <laughs> not with that rule leak, no. You no. don't have boxes actually, do you? You don't have destruction armies between you anyway. No, I'm all dead. I could no. buy a destruction army for when he when he was revealed, like with his shield and things like that. His scroll looked okay, but then when he came out, was it seven forty or seven six five? He is. Yeah, it's just too high. It's too much yeah. of an army in an army that has no models. Yeah. 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 
There you go. On that one. Legion. He needs his on own. He needed he, his own book, I think. He could be the Legion of Goats. <laughs> I'm very surprised that the formation in the Kragnos book doesn't make the Beastmen that's in that set play in destruction with Kragnos. I thought that was very strange. Ah, that would have been a nice wee segue. That would have been nice, yeah. Because it, it's all it would do is this formation and the units in it can be played in a destruction army that mm-hmm. is Kragnos as the general, or an army that includes Kragnos. Yeah. That's wild. They've got chaos on their uh, war scrolls. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it does. It does. The sky will fall. They still don't. They still don't have the destruction keyword for, so they wouldn't be buffed by a lot of the stuff. That's why. That's why it would be weird because they wouldn't be buffed by his plus one leadership. You could maybe say they could be taken as mercenaries. Are you? Are you serious? So the plus one leadership, you think that's key? <laughs> yeah, it's key. Definitely for beastmen. They don't really have good armor. Uh, uh, one Ungar raider is gonna stay because Kragnos is there. Always laugh when they bring out these new scrolls and it's just or this new artifact to this new sub faction and it's just plus one to bravery. Oh my god! Why so didn't they just make destruction immune to battle shock? Because so much of destruction already gives immune to battle shock. Well, that's, like, that, that's yeah. Speaking about 3.0, that's actually one thing I, I really wanted to do some work on is the battle shock phase. Get I, rid I, of I, it. I, I, you think get rid of it? See, I want them. Get I want rid them, of immune to battle shock. I want, them to, I, I, want them to, I want them to make Battleshock meaningful. I want it to Oh, that's what he's saying. He's saying get yeah. rid of the immunity. Oh, the immunity. oh, yeah, this inspiring presence, definitely. Because, again, that's yeah. another thing. There's, there's several units in this book that, yeah. you know, one of the allegiance abilities is uh, minus one bravery when you're next to Deadwalker or Deathrattle and you can yeah. stack it minus two. And it's like right now in this current met, in this current scene right now, that doesn't really matter. Um, and the Legion of Blood extra D3 mo- uh, models flee. That doesn't really matter. But if you could change Battleshock and actually make it quite scary, you know, make make you yeah. actually fearful of losing models, then I would love that. You know, well, well, I was playing, exactly like I said, I was playing reference. by uh, Lumineth the other night, and like the Kaflar's ability to pass my Battleshock loss onto oh, someone, another unit. Same. I lost, I had a unit of twenty, and I lost nineteen on from nine Blood Crushers and other stuff hitting me, and yeah. then I killed one Blood Crusher. Then on a two up, I passed all that. 19 onto blood crushers they couldn't pass it unless they rolled a one they didn't that's yeah. now blood crushers gone that's yeah. john wasn't so happy about it but i thought it was fine <laughs> imagine this is why i don't want to play you anymore oh, God. no I, same, I, yeah so i was gonna say is that the same cathalar that can also make other heroes just not do anything at all yeah for a bravery check yeah oh jesus well not just heroes any unit is it any unit i thought yeah. it was like, oh my god no it's yeah. better than it's it's like a spell version bellicor but again, that's a problem, because so much units have bravery 10, it doesn't really do anything. Mm, yeah. Yeah, but that's why I quite like, like we were talking about, if bravery was a thing, I think, I just think death should have had... Well, like, both the books are replaced, but I, think, I just think the vampire lore should have been more about healing or buffing that character rather than trying to do damage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the whole if again I would have actually quite liked it if the Blood Knight unit was a, a wizard. I don't. Every other army seems to do it. I didn't understand yeah. why that was a unit of vampires was not a. Yeah, uh, there's just there's just spells in that lore that I, I don't know how they got past just the actual like once they were written. How did they get put through printing? Um, because they copy and pasted the last ones, but then removed some words. Oh, That's literally oh, what they've done. Honestly, unfortunately, so bad. 
Um, but yeah, that would be pretty cool. What you said there about the yeah, if the Blood Knights were vamp uh, wizards, that'd be... if the if the champion was a vamp, a a a vamp, a wizard, uh, mm. when the unit was five or more, that'd be yeah. awesome. If you had a unit of ten, and then the champion was able to throw armor into an orb or something out. Mm. Uh, again, obviously they can't use pinions. Maybe if you wanted to make it fair, like that could have hero on the spell or something. Yeah, uh, but you could have them then ability to do that more the orb, chuck it through stuff, then that ability to run over things and do damage and things like that. But it's the same with black knights and things like that. Like they all have this like impact hit. Why isn't it per model rather than why just when this unit charges does D3 yeah. morals? Why is it not per model like what blood crushers and all that are? Mm-hmm. Uh, black knights would have been amazing if they had the death rattle ability to pick themselves back up and uh if Black Knights and Graveguard had the same effect skeletons have, where they just on a four-up comeback after they died, yeah. Yeah. amazing. Really I think cool. I think Graveguard would then be one of the best units because you just oh, I brought up half my unit back on the turn that uh, I lost it. Brilliant. Right there we go. We've gone on. I, six I, out of ten. I, I shall six out of ten. Giving the book a six out of ten. Yes. What are you giving the book a six? Uh, I like it. I think it's more than that. I I, I enjoy. I think it's a six out of ten in current. The current edition is six out of ten. I think it's probably. I think it's probably nine in next edition. But right now, just because it's setting things in motion that aren't there for now. I think this is the best book I've read that's come out in two years. I don't think I've read a better book in two years. Wow. I think it's a good book at the minute. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, we shall away. Thank you very much for joining us, and we hope to see you again soon, David. No, thanks for having me, man. It was a pleasure. No, and we shall be be back soon with with more short and snappy um, coverage of stuff. Anyway, I'm going to go. Good night from Orkney. Good night from Balmedy. And good night from Dunfermline. <laughs> Ta-ra! Cheers! <laughs>